Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams. I want to talk to you today about living through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As a Christian, we are empowered by our rebirth as a new creature in Christ. What Christ did at the cross gives us eternal life, abundant life on earth, and the victory over our trials. We are set free from our past, aren't you thankful? We are all ushered into a right relationship with God as sons and daughters of God with a great inheritance. We are transformed by the Lord as we continue to surrender our will to His every day. Change day by day to be more like Him. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be an incredible lesson on living through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Remember this, God can heal the brokenhearted. He can supply your every need. He can work out the job you need. He can get you that promotion you've been working on. He can mend a broken relationship. He can heal a marriage. He can heal addiction of all types. He can fill you with faith and take away your fears. He can forgive you of sins and give you eternal life. He can take away depression and fill you with all of His joy. He can take away anxiety and fill you with His peace. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the great I Am. Nothing is too hard for God. It's going to be an exciting lesson. Well, I just wanted to tell you one more time about our YouTube channel. We're so excited about it. Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Just put that in the search bar in YouTube. And go and subscribe, because if you ring the bell, you'll get all of our latest videos, podcasts, and all of our new exclusive videos for YouTube. You're going to love them, and we don't want you to miss any of this free content, because we want to inspire and encourage you every day. Let's pray about our lesson. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us this great lesson. Thank you, Father, for giving us this great message that we can live the resurrection life of Jesus Christ that you gave us. And that, Lord, you are so wonderful, and you've done so many great things for us. Please teach us, God, in this lesson. Let my heart and anything I say from my lips be encouraging to those listening to the podcast that they will hear the Word of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I hope you have your Bible with you. First Peter, we're going to First Peter chapter 1, 1 through 25, and I'll just start reading this in actually verse 3. And here it is. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all of this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of grace that was to come to you searched intently 
and with the greatest care trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of these things that have now been told you by those who preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent in heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Since you call on a Father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in a reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from empty way of life handed down to you by your ancestors. But your inheritance is with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Amen and amen. What a great scripture this is. My number one point today about this scripture is living in the resurrection of Jesus Christ is a new way to walk. Listen to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When you're born again, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you're ushered into the inheritance that God has for you. And what is that inheritance? Well, one of the things is the forgiveness of sins and eternal life. And you become a new creature, a new creation, born of the Spirit, not just born of the flesh. And so, the shedding of Christ's blood on the cross, he died, he was buried, and he was resurrected. That resurrected blood covers you and me, our sins, so that we can have a right relationship with God. Now we're living in the kingdom of God, even though we're still alive here on earth. First Peter 1.3 says, Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So no longer are you living in sin. No longer are you living as a slave to sin. But now you are living in the spirit through Jesus Christ and you are ushered into his kingdom. In one moment, when you say yes to Christ, become my Savior, dear Lord. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Savior. Come into my heart. Live in my heart, Lord. I want you as my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. When you say that, when you confess it with your lips and you believe it with your heart that he was raised from the dead, you are ushered into his kingdom right away. Romans 6.4 really explains this. It says, therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in a new way of life. Amen and amen. When you are a new creature in Christ, you start thinking more like the Father, more like the Son. You listen to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit comes into your heart, and it changes you day by day by day to become more like Christ. That brings me to my next point. Living in an inheritance that can never perish builds great confidence in you. 
1 Peter 1, 4-5 says, And into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This is the inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power. Nobody can take God's saving grace away from you. He died on the cross once. His blood covered your sin and mine, and what's done is done. And listen, I know a lot of people think that you can fall away from God. Well, you can fall away from God. That doesn't mean He lets you go, because His blood makes you secure, and you're safe. You're saved going to heaven. But there are consequences for walking in the wrong way in this life. If you don't follow the Word of God, if you don't follow the Holy Spirit, you will have great consequences. The Lord will chastise you. He will correct you and me to make sure we turn back to Him so that we will live the life that Christ wants us to live. He never lets us go. He never leaves us nor forsake us. He will never come back down and get on the cross again to shed His blood. Once is enough, and He protects that, and you are sure to be saved. Once saved, you're saved, and this is the Scripture that tells it. But here's the thing, because God loved us and died for us, we should be willing to put our will down and live in His will. Amen and amen. The third thing is, yes, trials come to refine us as we trust God every day. In this world, you're going to have great trials. There are trials that will come against you. But with Jesus Christ, you will be victorious. 1 Peter 1.7, these have come, talking about the trials, these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of great worth, that gold which perishes, even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus is revealed. And so what this is saying is, you know, trials come our way, but our faith will be tested to see if it's genuine. And when we pass the test and Christ sees us through and gives us the victory on the other side, we can be a great testament to other people about what Christ can do as we walk and live in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We can testify. You know, sometimes people, they're not a theologian and they don't know all things about the Bible. But you don't have to when you know what Christ has done for you. You can look back right now in your own life and see where you were in a place where there was no hope, where you got a bad report from the doctor, or you got a bad report in your finances, or you lost your job, you missed the promotion, or something terrible happened in your family, a death, a setback, but God used it to strengthen your faith, to give you more perseverance. And James 1 says this, you can go and look at it, it says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter trials, various trials, for the testing of your faith will produce endurance. This is the same thing with a team. If you're on a basketball team and you've played a couple of games and all of a sudden you meet a great defense on another team and yet you beat that team, because you learned how to get around them. You learned how to score. This is what God does. He refines our faith and strengthens our faith every day so that we can be victorious and then we're a testimony of living in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Number four is when we're living in the resurrection, spirit-filled life produces inexpressible and glorious joy. Now, this joy is like a fountain. 
It's not made up, and it's not because of circumstances. It's because all of a sudden we have a right relationship with God. And you have to know what the character of his spirit is. You know, Jesus said in John 14, I am leaving and you should be happy because I'm going to send the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to teach you, to guide you, to comfort you, to be with you after I leave. So when you become a Christian, that Holy Spirit lives inside of you and it guides you. And remember, I've told you before that the Spirit does what God says, what Jesus says to teach you, and how to guide you, and how to lead you through your life, and give you peace, and all those things. But the character of that Spirit is this, and it's found in Galatians 5.22, and I want you to circle this in your Bible, Galatians 5.22, is the fruit of the Spirit. These are the characteristics of God's Spirit. And listen to this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As you surrender your will, remember when you get baptized, it's a depiction of Christ having died, being buried under the water, and then raising up out of the water. That's like a new life. It's a depiction of a new life in Christ. Baptism is going to the public and saying, I have accepted Christ. I've been saved. I've been born again. But I want to make it public. I want everyone to know that I'm following the teachings of Jesus Christ. I'm following the Spirit of Christ, and I'm going to be a disciple of Christ. I'm going to follow what God says. Galatians 5.22, these are the things that the Spirit will teach you and give you if you'll submit your will to His will. And as you go down in your will and you submit to His authority, He'll give you more of these. And listen to it again, Galatians 5.22, as we walk in the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. First Peter said, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even if you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. What joy are you getting? You're getting the joy of his Spirit that lives inside of you. And so you're walking around, and people will say to me all the time, I see God in your face. I I had a man at a revival one time. I went up to Washington, D.C. with my daughter, Tori, who I love, and her friend, Gabby. And we went up with their church. When we went to the revival, and there was 40 or 50,000 plus at this revival, a young man came up to me, and he said, I see the Lord in your face. I see the joy He said, can you pray with me? I said, I would love to pray with you. He said, I need that joy in my heart. I need that joy. I'm so worried and doubtful. I said, let's pray that Christ would give you that joy. Have you been saved? He said, yes, but I just don't, I don't know why I'm not having that joy. I said, will you submit every door of your life to Christ right now? Will you turn over your entire life? And he said, yes. And so we prayed that prayer, and I could see the joy of the Lord come up in his face, and tears came down his face. That's what I'm talking about. Not me, not I, but Jesus Christ, living in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, there's no greater joy in the world than having God himself shine through your life. You are to become a child of light in this darkened world. And if you allow Christ to fill you with his whole fullness in the inner man, that joy will be brought forth, not just through your face, but in your spirit yourself. You will have so much joy. 
And people have asked me, how do you have so much joy every day? And I said, because I love the Lord for what he's done for me. He loves me so much. He forgave me and he's forgiven you too. And we are living in his kingdom right here on earth and will be ushered into eternal life with him because he did it on the cross for all of us. His shed blood. And there's only one way to come to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen and amen. Living in the resurrection is turning away from the sin of the world. Listen to what it said in 1 Peter 1, 13 and 16. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, you know what that means, not drunkenness, not running around, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. You know, when you have a change in your life and you become a new Christian, you really have to be careful what you watch. You cannot keep putting these bad things that Hollywood is bringing out, the bad language, the sexual connotations of so many things, uh, bad jokes from other people. Just all this stuff is not good for your mind. You are supposed to be holy because we follow a holy God. Amen and amen. Number six is your faith and hope are in Jesus Christ and not of the world. You can't set your hope in the world. It'll let you down. You can't set your hope on a government. It will let you down. You can't set your hope on a political party. They will let you down. You can't set your hope on a career or your health because your health can fail or your money can fail or your career can fail. All those things are temporary. But what is eternal when you live through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, although you might have lost, you have more great gain than any loss than you can ever have because your faith and hope are in Jesus Christ. Listen to what it says. Through him you believed in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful lesson this is. Be sure that you don't place anything before God. I know some people that put working out before God, or maybe they have a big hobby, and all they do is they go boating, and they have friends and party and stuff, and they don't ever think about God. This is replacing God with something else. It never wins. Every person is going to go through trials. Every person is going to need the Lord sometime in their life. Why not enjoy it right now? Why not submit your life totally to Christ so that you can enjoy the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22, so you can enjoy more love, peace, patience, wisdom, knowledge. Remember Isaiah 26.3, he who keeps his eyes on the Lord will stay in perfect peace. And don't we need that today? Because there's so many people that are so worried. Number seven, set your sights completely on the things of God. And that's what we've been talking about. One of the greatest verses in the Bible. You want to write this down. Colossians 3, 1 through 3. Listen to this. Since you have been raised to new life in Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Amen and amen. Now, when tragedy comes, when a bad report comes, when times get tough, people call me all the time, and I will pray for them, and God answers. 
And God is a God that is miraculous, and He forgives quickly, and He loves us so much. And remember, you're wonderfully made. I want you to be sure you know who you are in Christ. You were wonderfully made at birth because you were created in the image of God, and yet, because of this sin in our life, we had to have a Savior. Christ came down off the throne, and He gave us His Spirit once we accepted Him as Savior. Taking those wonderful DNA gifts and the spiritual gifts God has given you, and you live this resurrected life through the power of Christ in you day by day by day. If you set your sights on the things of God, your life can be so strong because when those tough times come, when those tough trials come and those battles come in your life, you're going to be victorious because you're setting your sights on Christ. I told you before, a lot of people call me, and I humble myself before the mighty hand of God. It's not me, but it's the power through me, through Christ, because Christ can do all things. Remember, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Remember Ephesians 3.20, he'll do more than we can ask or think. Remember what Christ says, we are more than victors. We are conquerors through him. And living this life, when people call you or call me and I pray for them, they have so much great victory because we are sold out and we are depending on Christ and not ourselves. We're depending on Christ for the answer. In my finite mind, I might look at the situation and say, God, this is so hard. This is so big. But Father, I know that nothing's too hard. You said it in Genesis 18. Nothing is too hard for you, God. So I'm laying it at your feet. And about 85% of the time, it comes out unbelievably. God answers their prayer in a miraculous way, and he will for you too. Sometimes it's, hey, wait, and sometimes it's no. But leave God with the consequences of your life. Trust him. Live obedient to him. Be holy unto God. Trust him. Place your hope and faith in Christ, and you'll have an unbelievable life. Now, I want to go one more level to this. We are empowered and victorious through God in this life and the one after. Remember this, Ephesians 6.10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. God is mighty. God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last. He's the Lamb of God, the great I Am. He is the one true God. And he will see you through to victory. And listen to 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith in Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible to be true from Genesis to Revelation. And remember what it says in Revelation. Anyone who reads these words is going to be blessed, but anyone who takes some of the words out of this Bible or anybody that adds to these words will be cursed and I am staying under the submission, under the authority of God. I'm asking you to do the same because that is what we should be doing as we're living through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what we should be doing. And we'll have the victory. And time and time again, we will have the victory in this life and into the next life because of what Christ has done. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this lesson. It's such a powerful lesson. Remember who you are in Christ. 
Don't let anyone tell you differently. It should build up great confidence in you knowing that you're a saved individual, you have a place in heaven, and here on earth, God is bringing you his abundant life through John 10.10, where he said, I've come to give them life and give it more abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we love you in the Lord. Remember our YouTube channel, Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. We're filling that with great content and some content that we don't have on our podcast. Video and all kinds of things. So go to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams, subscribe, ring that bell, and you'll be notified when we have more content and great things because it's our goal every day to inspire and encourage you through the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you in the Lord, and I'm so thankful you joined us today. Let me pray for you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Help us to live through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Help us to humble ourselves and to pray and come before you with every trial and every situation we have in our life. Lord, let us follow your word every day. Let us follow your spirit and enjoy the fruits of the spirit through Galatians 5.22 and have the victory and the joy in our heart and on our face because of what you did on the cross. So Jesus, thank you for this time with my brother and sister in Christ. I love them in the Lord. Bless them, Father, in their coming in and going out. Bless them with their health, their prosperity, Lord, and bless them in their relationships and especially in their relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.